Hello guys, welcome to another episode. This is Passion Behind the Voices. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast devoted to helping you discover ways in which you can begin to walk in your purpose and find your place as the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Today's episode is about the will of God and ways to determine if you're even in line with his plan for your life. I know in my lifetime, I've heard many people speak about this specific area of Christian living. Whether it be the will of God for a job, for school, whatever it may be, I just feel that it's one of the greatest desires of any born-again child of God to find out what he has for you to do in your life. And I found that even those who may not exactly follow the Christian faith, they have a, a strong sense of purpose, and it's a long to follow a call that is much greater than they ever thought possible. But it seems that one of the most difficult aspects of the will of God, I know I found this for me, is the call to forsake things that may hinder your walk with Jesus. But before we go any further in the episode, I just think it's important to establish that the will of God doesn't always feel the greatest. But I do know that it guarantees that you will get God's results. In the end, you're going to get exactly what God wants for you to get. And you're going to learn exactly what he wants you to learn. One of the greatest examples I feel that we have of this is Jesus himself. His main message was about him coming to do the will of the one who sent him. He spoke of going to a rugged cross and dying for a sin-sick world, but this was so unfamiliar to his disciples. It was so unfamiliar that Peter, he rose up and rebuked Jesus because of all this talk of dying and, and leaving and sending a comforter. But Peter didn't understand that the will of God was far more than he thought it was. Maybe I should just add that the will of God would never be easy for the flesh. As the Bible states so many times, and it, you know, it lets us know that the spirit is willing, but the flesh, a lot of times, is too weak to submit to what God has for us. Oftentimes, we may have the desire to be involved in the plan of God, but we may just simply stumble at the thought of sacrifice. We may desire to step out in a new dimension, but our flesh just says no. I've mentioned this before on previous episodes, but I think my favorite story and example of this is Peter walking on the water, mainly because it relates so well to my journey with following God's plan for my life. If you read the story here, Peter is sitting in the boat with the rest of the disciples and the disciples, they see Jesus in the middle of the storm. And their first thought is that this is a ghost. They're fearful. They're, they're, they're scared of what's going to happen in the middle of the storm and rightfully so you know if we were in that situation we would most likely feel the same way but at this moment Jesus tells them to silence fear and he lets them know that it, it's him walking in the middle of this this situation in the middle of this chaos but Peter is the one I want to focus on he simply says Lord if it's you command me to come to you in the water Jesus didn't give him a whole spiel of, you know, what he's trying to get them to learn in this situation. He just simply says, come. So you got to think about how much faith Peter had to have in that moment to step out. Just think, he had a host of friends watching him. They were afraid. They were unwilling to move. But Peter, he wanted more. Sometimes the will of God will take you to places that other people, they just simply don't want to go or they can't go. All he had to stand on, all Peter had to stand on was a word from the master in unfamiliar territory. He's, he, of course, went with him to a lot of different other places, places that may have been, you know, hard to trust 
God to, you know, lead him through. But this right here had to be one of the most, you know, scary situations that he could have been in. But Peter, he begins to walk on the water and he begins to sink. But the story never says that he sank. It just says he began to sink. And as soon as he realized he couldn't do it alone, he called for Jesus. And Jesus was there to pick him up. He didn't rebuke him, but he asked him a question as a way of teaching him a lesson. He just asked him, you know, you a little faith, why did you doubt? I don't feel like this was a way of rebuking him, but it was just letting Peter know, allowing Peter to get a glimpse of the faith that Jesus wanted him to step out in. I feel like in the will of God, you may step out in unfamiliar territory. And at first, the steps may be out of fear, but it's much better to do it scared than not at all. It's much better than do, to, to do something than nothing at all and just sit there and, you know, let life happen to you. And you also have to remember that the grace of God won't take you where the grace of God cannot keep you. We hear this so much, but it's so true. I felt the Lord calling me to step out on faith not too long ago in my life. It was about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, I felt him calling me to relocate to a new city and to do so in faith. And at this point, there were things going on in my life that had broken me down to the point where I felt I had nothing left to stand on. My faith was wavering and life had been chaotic. It was similar to the storm that the disciples found themselves in. And it really distorted my view of God and how he was working in my situation. But we have to start to realize that sometimes we worry about situations that Jesus is walking on. He's not worried about the danger of it all or what might happen or the what ifs because he's in control of it. The story goes on for me that I I finally got the courage to do what I felt God called me to do. And during this time, I, I got an invite to a youth revival week. It was about a three-day revival. And uh, I went to hear a man of God preach a message about seeking God early. Well, that was the title of well, one of the messages. Um, he was a dynamic man of God, mightily used, such a man of faith. And he talked about being desperate for God to direct you and place you in the very center of his will. So starting that night, I did what he instructed us to do. And that was, I got up each morning and I sought God before sunrise. And I kid you not, each night I went back to service, what I had prayed for the morning before had been confirmed that night. Letting me know more and more each day that God was calling me for something more. And this was actually a word from God. It wasn't just me you know, feeling like I knew what was best for myself, but it was God saying, I'm calling you to a new dimension, a new level in you. And to top it off, he even preached about this very story I'm telling you about, about Peter being in the boat. And he even preached about Abraham leaving what was familiar to receive the promise of God. And I was given the answer I needed to go ahead and do what I felt God leading me to do. By the end of that week, I was so confident that this is what God was telling me to do. And from there on, like week after week, there was confirmation after confirmation. And once I finally stepped into what I felt God was leading me to do, things began to open up for me in so many ways. But who knows if this would have happened if I wouldn't have stepped out and allowed faith to be perfected in me. If I wouldn't have allowed faith to have its perfect work in my life, fear would have robbed me of the opportunity to live in God's will. 
I have so many testimonies similar to this, and there's so many people that could say the same thing about, you know, their story. But I feel that this is a great example of stepping out in faith and trusting the plan of God. It's not something that I could have done on my own. You know, that's another um, filter you can use to see if you are following God's word and if this is something God is telling you to do is can you do it on your own is something that you can make happen or do you need God to make this happen for you and I've heard people talk about you know the good the acceptable or the perfect will of God but I feel that you know God's will is not going to be one or the other it's going to be all of them because God has a perfect plan for your life it's it's not something that you know you step into and then you get half of the promise of God. It's something that you step into that you get all that he has for you. The will of God is supposed to be good, perfect, and acceptable all at the same time. The overall plan of God is for the salvation of his people, of his children. But there's also a specific will for your life. We are not to just settle for the good will of God or just the acceptable will of God. But we're meant to live in the sovereign will of God that is all three of those things. There is one sovereign will of God. The, por- the, the other part is how his ind- individual plan for you fits into that sovereign will. And now you can filter your decisions through word and through prayer, through you know, the word of God and allowing prayer to give you the sensitivity to know that you are hearing the voice of God and to know that whatever you do needs to be in line with his plan. And anything outside of that is not worth the pursuit because eventually you'll find yourself not being in the place God has called you to be in. One last story from the Bible that I really want to share is, you know, of Abraham. Abraham was called out of a place of being uh, that was familiar to him it was a place he knew a place he was you know he was there for most of his life but he was he was led to a land of promise while never seeing where God would take him and he stepped out in faith he had a voice and a promise God gave him signs along the way that kept him pressing forward but Abraham he you know he wasn't sure that this was going to bring to pass what God had said He had to trust and believe that this is what God was saying to him. God promised to increase his lineage and and as the sands of the sea and as the stars in the sky. God instructed Abraham to get out of his country and away from what was familiar. Abraham was called out by a word from the Lord without fully knowing if this promise would come to pass. But he had to trust God. But if you read later in the story, Abraham takes Lot, his nephew, all of his possessions and even the people who had been in his household that may or may not have been family. God instructed him to do something and Abraham obeyed half of what God told him. That's a lot of times what we do. God asks us to do something and we obey half of it and we expect the full promise to come to pass. But eventually Abraham and Lot got to a place where the the space they were in could not contain all of their possessions together. So they had to part ways. There will come a point where you may try to fight the will of God. You may try to fight what he has asked you to do. And you're going to end up having to part from what you held so near and dear for comfort and confirmation in your life. And it wasn't until then that God had brought back the word that he had given him in the beginning. The promise to increase his lineage and influence all over the world. God had not forsaken Lot, but Lot was 
he was not a part of that word that God had given him. I, I know God would have taken care of Lot, but um, Abraham really had to trust God in the situation for himself and be obedient to what God told him to do. And in the end, it would have benefited all of his family as we see today is continuing to touch the lives of generation after generation but the call was to Abraham so I want to conclude by just reminding you that you may not feel qualified but you got to remember that God is not called the qualified he qualifies those who are who are called and you have exactly what you need because God has chosen you so it's time for you to step out in faith and watch God blow your mind. Thank you.